1: Welcome to Point of Football, where like when your favourite pub reopens next week, we're going to destroy the few remaining brain cells you had left. My name is Tom Meadowcroft, and with me as always is Darren Napton.
0: Here we go again, and that took three takes, which must mean your brain cell count is already rather low.
1: Oh, it's super, super low. How are you doing,
0: Darren? (laughs) Oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. In the mix, although we've only done one episode so far is uh, very quickly becoming my favourite one because um, it is purely random but the topics are always really, really good.
1: Well, so far, we've only done one.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I've got, I've penciled in so many other topics, you know, like um, reviewing some of the most bizarre football moments with you, who you probably haven't seen a lot of them, which is really good. Um like when, like players have uh, dropped dead on the pitch and all that sort of thing. Just to get uh, your take hmm. on it.
1: Morbid. Cool. Lovely. It's not right, all so... like So, gonna watch some people die. Um, for anyone that didn't listen to the first part of our stupidly named players XI, go back and listen to the first one. What are you doing? What What are you doing with your life?
0: If You missed the first one. I mean, I wouldn't say it's a proper sequel where you need to have seen the first one to appreciate this one, but after watching, listening to this, sorry, you do need to go back for definite.
1: Yes, so the concept is we take in turns to announce our name. Uh, If we have a clash, then we go to the bench, and we put the whole thing out to a Twitter vote, and most uh, stupid names selected wins. In fact, I should go over to our Twitter now and see if we've got to do any coin flips for any potential draws that we had last time round, And I'll edit edit out all this dead space.
0: I'm going to have a look back at the ones actually from last time just to give myself a bit of a laugh.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Right. Okay. So last time round we picked our managers and our defensive four. So the manager, I had Dick Advocate and you had Tom DeCock. And uh, Tom DeCock won that one very convincingly, 72% yeah. to 278 So that's Daz one Tom nil. Uh, for the goalkeepers, we had Shaven Sean Paul versus Fabian Assman. <laughs> and once again... Fabian Assman won that one by a similar amount. So that's oh, 2 0 yeah. to Daz. Bloody hell. Defenders, we had Burnt Ass versus Mark De Man, And Mark Deman won that one. So that's one for me. Mm. Ooh. And then we had Danger Fourpence versus Rod Dodgy Fanny. And Danger Fourpence was actually the winner of that one, which I'm kind of no. surprised by. Which brings us to two all. And uh, next up, we had Bobo Baldé versus Teenage Hadabe. And um, Bobo Bolde won that. So you've regained your lead 3 2.
0: It's a surprise, actually.
1: And then finally, I'm, I'm annoyed about this one, actually. Glenn Carbonara versus Wolfgang Wolf. And Wolfgang Wolf won that one. Wolf,
0: Wolf, 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 Wolf. I,
1: no, I think Glenn Carbonaro is one of the greatest names in the history of humanity. So anyway, well,
0: can I just say, Tom, at this juncture No. Yeah, go uh, on. You might hopefully get some satisfaction because one, one, one of the um, players in my uh, further down in my attacking lineup uh, is also named after a uh, type of um, pasta. So. You might still still get your food-based player, or well, it'd be mine, but we might still get one in the team.
1: Good, good. So I've got some work to do, because, by my reckoning, that's 4-2 to you.
0: Gosh, yeah. Surprising. I bet some of them have been close, though.
1: Mm, The closest one, I think, was Bobo Balde versus Teenage Hadewey.
0: Yeah. I think think the, the, the sort of unfortunate one was... Fourpence versus Fanny because that that was a real good selection. Both of those, yeah, that those, that those two bracket. should have been. They should have been the starting defense. Um, Hadabay and Balday just unfortunately, uh, well, fortunately for them, missed out being hmm. drawn against one of those. I think
1: also actually quite good players in real life in their yeah. in their prime. Hadabay is in his prime currently, and Balday, of course, played for. The Celtic. Yep. But anyway, uh, as our, do, you, do you want to start this one?
0: Oh, yeah, go on then. I think you started last time. So yeah, like that's, so um, we're,
1: we're after a midfield three and uh forward three.
0: Yeah. So, my first one, believe it or not, is an Englishman. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, he's English Ghanaian um plays in scotland you've picked the same one (laughs) go on
1: you've you've got him you've got him
0: well for picking the same one tom i would say that much like this player you have been very naughty naughty (laughs) that is a good one isn't it naughty naughty
1: would you like to rattle off any facts about naughty naughty
0: well, yeah, actually. I mean, he started off his uh, youth career at Chelsea. Um, so, yeah, good start for him, I guess. And Well, he was there for a few years as in the youth. And then, um, most notably, went to play in the conference for a few teams. Welling, Wrexham, Solihull, Dover, Chorley, uh, most recently in England. Uh, but these days, he plies his trade up at Queen of the South, in Dumfries in Scotland, which uh, incidentally is the uh, place that I wrote my first ever groundhopping blog. So, yeah, hmm. very meaningful.
1: He's a bit of a non-league staple on FM, isn't he? If you play in one of the sort of lower clubs, he's always sort of floating around, uh, able to be signed.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I find it very hard to resist. One. Uh, a shame that we picked the same one so you're going to have to go to your Mm -hmm. reserve choice it's funny how a completely
1: innocent Ghanaian name can sound like a ticking off you'd give a child in English
0: (laughs) yeah and it's the fact that both of the names naughty are spelt differently (laughs) to each other but also differently to the word naughty that you just uh, associate with being bad so I don't know where it came from but it is a good one
1: I'm trying to decide which of my three benches to use first. I think I'm going to go with uh, Danny Invincible.
0: Hey. Who Well, um, he was my next pick, actually. So You're kidding me. <laughs> so you've struck one of mine like I've struck one of yours.
1: <laughs> now, with Danny Invincible, you would assume that he was another Zimbabwean, as that seems to be their kind of choice of names, but he is actually from Brisbane, Australia. Nice. And um, he's played for Brisbane Strikers, um, a team called Macaroni Stallions, <laughs> which, you know, in its own right requires further, ex- further exploration, I believe. Then from Macaroni Stallions, he went to Swindon Town, uh, where he made 128 appearances. To Kilmarnock, Marnock, where he made 199 league appearances. And yeah, quite a career by the looks of it.
0: Quite nice, then, because both of <clears> our <throat> right-sided central midfielders are um, not only uh, hilariously named, but they are former um, Scotland um, Football League players as well.
1: Hmm. Apparently his full name is Daniel Invincible. Danielle. According Wikipedia, Maybe he had a sex change. Huh. Oh well. Do you, what what are, you, what are you playing against the uh, invincible then?
0: Well, it's it's your turn again. We've we've both done one each now, haven't we?
1: All right, okay. Sorry, I'm not paying attention. Um <laughs> my ne- my next midfielder is climax Lawrence. What? <laughs> Uh, Climax Climax is a retired midfielder from Goa in India. He spent his whole career at Indian clubs and made a none too shabby 72 appearances for the national team, scoring three goals in the process. Uh, Can't find a huge amount about the guy, but the surname Lawrence doesn't scream fully Indian parentage which does suggest that there's someone out there with some knowledge of the English language has knowingly essentially called their child Orgasm Jones. It's like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> Definitely exists, that, I'm man. afraid. F- yeah, I've pictures. Googled him, I've just Googled
1: yeah.
0: him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you type in Climax Lawrence, you've got to turn search- Safe Search on. <laughs> you doubting spunk. <laughs> That's That incidentally is my next choice of player, by the way. Uh, Fair enough. Doubting spunk. Um, Well, yeah, good choice. Thank Um, you. So my next one, I am going to go to my bench because I had Danny Invincible, obviously. Um, This guy is uh, Zimbabwean. So, yeah, following on from Tom's theme. And actually... The reason I picked this guy, like with Bobo Balday in the last episode, is because he has um, quite specific uh, fond memories from when I was um, a youth. And when I first, when I first started playing football manager, God knows how long ago it was, the first ever season I did, I started as Reading, and um, one of the. well, yeah, I'm not sure why. I think it's they'd just been promoted to the Premier League, so I thought okay. it was quite a good good uh good one to start as. And I signed this guy, and the reason I remember him so fondly is because he was an absolute tank in midfield. And then a few years after signing him, it was possibly the only ever time in my whole football manager career that I've actually managed to sell a player for like £50-60 after Ooh. buying him for like after buying him for like 20p so uh, <laughs> brilliant I sort of peaked quite early in terms of um, this player and um, his name is Tanash Nangomasha
1: masha Nangomasha
0: <laughs> Tinashe Nangomasha I like it yeah it's quite I cool I thought you it's said
1: Mangomasha but that's the only that would have been really good, but uh, yeah, still good. No,
0: yeah, yeah. He, like I say, he's more of a um, you know, a, a memory than a necessarily hilarious <laughs> one, but still, I always liked him because Nengo Masha he'd always like pop up with like a 30 yard screamer every so often, and you could just imagine the absolute you know, the commentator going Nango Masha like going absolutely nuts yeah. for the goal. It's a
1: good name to shout.
0: Yeah, Anton. Good
1: name is for a, dog. a first name. What was his in real life career like? Career uh, like?
0: He spent pretty much, in fact, yeah, he spent all of it in uh, South Africa. Played for the um, the Black Aces, um, and then he moved to Kaiser Chiefs, where he spent ten years. Uh, mm-hmm. And then he he finished, well, so he finished his career. Played the last like eleven years of his career with uh, Bidvest Wits. Uh, also, Zimbabwe international as well. So, yeah, add him to good. the. Uh, you know, well, in fairness, we could have done an offshoot of this episode, which is hilariously named Zimbabwe Eleven. Maybe we'll come back and do that <laughs> another time.
1: Oh, it, I mean, using Zimbabwe players almost feels like cheating sometimes, but uh, <laughs> I digress. My final uh, midfielder is Marx Lenin Los Santos. Uh, Apparently, this guy was not named after the communist leaders, um, Karl Marx and Vladimir Lenin. But I didn't really understand, nor did I believe, the alternative explanation. Which was like it was a shortening of his uncle's name or something or other. According to the Latin American Post, when asked about his political views, the young man says he does not know anything about politics and football is the only thing thinking and passionate. He does not even know who Karl Marx and Vladimir Lenin were and has never exercised their right to vote. Sounds like me. Yeah, it does sound a bit like you. Uh, He's played pretty much everywhere by the looks of things, so I won't bother listing his uh, career so far. Doesn't look to have been very successful, I'm afraid. So
0: that's
1: that's Marx, Lenin, Los Santos.
0: Yeah, enjoyable. That's um, I mean, I did just look him up. He has actually got the exact spellings of both uh, leaders, hasn't he? He does, yeah. Which I thought it was going to be like Mark with an S at the end, but it is actually Mark's Lenin, which is mm-hmm. pretty insane, <laughs> pretty wild. Right, so my final one then, I have decided to go with someone who has quite a standard uh, first name. It's called Brian. Mm-hmm. But his surname? No, his surname. (laughs) uh, Because I don't think have we had any. uh, We haven't had any uh, crude ones yet. In oh, apart from climax, I guess. Mm. (laughs) So yeah, I've gone straight out with this one. We've got Brian Penis.
1: Oh, there's just there's something wonderful about when someone's got a mundane first name and a really really funny second name. Yeah, uh, sort of, So is it spelled penis?
0: It's spelled P-I-N-A-S. Hmm. So it's yeah. I guess it, it's penis. Penis Brian Penis. <laughs> well, All right, tell us I'm, a little
1: bit about, about about Brian Penis then.
0: So Brian Penis. Um, Spent he well. He's from Rotterdam, sorry, and <laughs> he uh, spent most of his career in his homeland in um in uh, Netherlands. But he did have a couple of spells. I think he went to um, where did he go? Oh, Circle Bruges in Belgium. But mm. on the whole, yeah, he's been in his hometown. He did have, I believe, I don't know if he was signed or if he just had a trial at Newcastle United in the.
1: Oh God, um, he wouldn't have done well over here, would he? Yeah, in the Poor late nineties. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're but, not a mature people.
0: Well, yeah. I think after we were discussing last time with uh, when Dodgy Fanny turned up at Charlton and the uh, ridicule he would have no doubt received, I imagine up in the northeast it probably was even more hilarious to people. So, yeah, Brian Penis, <clears> get him in the team.
1: And so it was Brian Penis, uh, your. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm, I might have to vote for. I might have to vote for yours on that one. To be honest, I, can't, I can hardly say it. Was Brian Penis your final midfielder?
0: Yep, he right. certainly was.
1: So we're now on to the forwards.
0: Cool. So it must be my go again. I whatever. Carry on. Oh, yeah. So this guy, I'm I'm 99% sure you'll have this guy because oh God. It, it's just it's just too funny not to have. So 42-year-old Brazilian. You think you've got him? Um,
1: not sure.
0: Okay. What if I told you his first name was Credence?
1: He's on my bench.
0: <laughs> Oof. So on your bench and starting for me up front, we have Credence, Clearwater, Kutog.
1: Yeah, it's pretty great, isn't it? I just thought if you didn't know who Credence Clearwater Revival were, you wouldn't get it at all. So I thought it would be all right as a backup, but maybe not a starter.
0: Yeah, I I couldn't resist because, (laughs) I mean, Credence in itself for a Brazilian guy, I don't think it's a particularly common Brazilian name, Credence. But when it's partnered with Clearwater... (laughs) You ha- you'd think. have
1: to really, really like Credence Clearwater Revival to name your child that.
0: Yeah. Well. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. His It pa- does say in wiki his parents were big fans of the American rock <laughs> band Credence Clearwater Revival and decided to adopt this for their son.
1: I mean, I really, really like Jimmy. Well, but I'm not calling my kid Jimmy. Well.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not a bad name, though, is it? You could have just yeah, called no, him. Yeah, it it's a bad name. It is a you bad name. You could have name. called him. It would work, I think, if it was first name Jimmy, middle name Eat, and then just the surname. <laughs> then it could be like Jimmy Eat Meadowcroft.
1: Hmm. That raises all sorts of uh, issues. There you go, then. Well, that's all right then. So you will not <laughs> have a, you you have not clashed with my first forward. I thought this would be a clash at some point, but. It, Sticks with my communism theme. Uh, the East German international, Ralph Minge. Uh, apparently, apparently quite a famous footballer to Germans of a certain age. Um, 222 appearances with 103 goals for Dynamo Dresden and 36 appearances and eight goals for the East German national side. And a year after German reunification, he began his managerial career. Most recently managing Bayer Leverkusen to, that's Ralph Minge.
0: Oh God, I've just googled <clears> him as a manager. He looks, he looks absolutely fuming, and I'm not sure if it's the fact that that's his name and he just gets fuming every time anyone says it, but he doesn't look like a happy man.
1: Yeah, he looks kind of. Ooh, I didn't. I do not think I actually looked at a picture of him before I threw him in. He's he's kind of Snape like.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. I think that's a good, uh, good summary for for <laughs> listeners. Ralph Minge.
1: Yeah, he looked a lot happier when he was playing.
0: Mm. He may be. I guess after. I don't know how old he is. Uh, what, how, he's sixty. So yeah, I guess after sixty years of being called Minge, you probably just had enough by the end.
1: Yeah. Well, again, I don't think he ever made it to uh, England. <laughs>
0: Thankfully for him, I bet there's a load. Of, there's, there must be a load of players who are on this list who as soon as they realised their name was quite funny in English, just instantly ruled out a career over here. <laughs> yeah,
1: it looks like the only time he ever left uh, Germany was to manage Georgia under-21s. Fair enough.
0: Good reason to leave Germany, I guess. Um, Europe again.
1: Oh, sweet. All right. <clears throat> so after Ralph Minge, we've got Johnny Mustache. What?
0: <laughs> so Johnny was-
1: Mustache? Johnny Mustache. No information to speak of. But we know he exists because he made a solitary appearance, appearance for Seychelles national team. And I had to find the bugger on Facebook to get a picture of him. And I'm sad to say that he did not sport a moustache during his playing days. Oh,
0: <laughs> that is very disappointing.
1: But that's Johnny Moustache. Johnny Moustache. played for Seychelles clubs, made one appearance for the national team. Looks like looks like he works in construction now to be fair
0: he' he sounds like he should have been uh one of the like bad guys in scooby-Doo or something like that <laughs> hey well, you know in the lift the masker hey it was
1: Johnny mustache
0: <laughs> exactly it was the That's...
1: only man we spoke to in this episode
0: Not Johnny mustache why do they call him Johnny mustache he doesn't even have a mustache.
1: Half the, half the other pictures on his profile are him in the process of putting a pair of sunglasses on, looking intently at the camera.
0: Nice. That's what you like to see, really, isn't it? Yeah. People looking at themselves. It looks like he's a Man U fan. Well, I suppose. You can't have it all, can you? <laughs> um, also, I'm, sorry,
1: I'm, I'm still looking at his Facebook page. He works at My Own Little World. Wow. That's nice, isn't it?
0: With a name like Johnny Mustache, I'm not going to argue. Over to you. So, on to my starting uh, centre-forward. And this guy, as as you were fairly late to the game in terms of um, being a, a a big fan, you, you really did miss out on this guy only just by a few years. Um, <coughs> played uh, in the Premier League for a few years with Middlesbrough, uh, but he's a Italian-born, and I believe he's actually, yeah, he actually had two caps for Italy whilst playing for Middlesbrough. That's Hmm. how good he is. Yeah, not bad. Um, So, yeah, when I tell you he's good, he is getting called up for his national team while playing for Middlesbrough good. Um, But most famously, this player, um, he led... Middlesbrough's charge to the UEFA Cup final. Oh um, uh,
1: yeah, I almost forgot he, that happened.
0: He well yeah, it was a strange, strange time really. But the great thing about it was, from my memory, and I, I I'm sure I'm sure this is true. I haven't actually looked it up, but I'm sure he came off the bench every single game when Middlesbrough were like four one down <laughs> and ended up scoring like a last minute winner in in like away goals or something. Nice, nice. He was an absolute legend, but he didn't so actually score that. What was that the name? I'm on Well, I'm sure anyone anyone who knows this stuff will have already guessed this. But nicknamed Big Mac, we have up front for me Massimo Macaroni. <laughs> good, you know he's a good strong character up top. Massimo Macaroni. Massimo Macaroni. Mate. If Glenn Carbonara couldn't make the team, we need Massimo Macaroni in that starting eleven. That's a very good one. I love a bit of alliteration as well. Yeah, man, without a doubt. So I'm on to my last one now. And I'm going to end with one that you nor I can still pretend to find funny because we've spoke about him constantly for the last year. He is a, a footballer in the Caribbean, applies his trade in the Dominican Republic, And his name is Porky Thermidor.
1: Oh, yeah, Porky Thermidor. (laughs) Well, I may as well give up on this round.
0: (laughs) We are bored to tears ourselves with Porky Thermidor, having just finished a um, fictional um, radio story where Tom managed a football team in the Dominican Republic. And um, there was a few very... uh, specific moments where porky thermidor featured in the in the story so um we are absolutely bored to tears of this guy but i think well for anyone i wouldn't
1: say watched... that it, the, yeah. i mean the, the name just makes no sense i don't know if porky's a nickname but it's, it's, it's what can you even what can even be said
0: it just sounds like it must be like a, it might be a customary dish in the dominican republic you know like they do sounds, lobster thermidor
1: sounds delicious I'm a vegetarian. and I'd be tempted by a porky thermidor.
0: Yes, it? Is. It's, you go into the, you know, one of those real nice like beach bars where the little wooden shack. It's you know, it's nice. I'm picturing it now. It's about you know, <laughs> twenty-eight degrees, seven p.m. You've got a nice uh, picture of red stripe or of a Caribbean lager on the go. The uh, specials menu. What's on there tonight, please? Porky Thermidor. You're having it served
1: by my son, Porky Thermidor.
0: Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So I, I, yeah, I mean, I will eternally be a huge fan of that one. Yeah, yeah,
1: cool. Um, for my final one, then uh, I have Franklin Daddy's boy, uh, Noente. Oh lord, he's a Norwegian player of Afro Caribbean descent. Uh, Didn't make the cut at Rosenborg and now plays for Sandalfjord Football. But at only 20 years old, there's still plenty of time to make Daddy proud. The really amazing Um, thing about this is it doesn't look like it's a nickname. It seems to be his actual legal middle
0: name. What's the full name again? I, I, I kind of was obviously perplexed by his middle name.
1: Franklin Daddy's Boy Nuente.
0: Nuente.
1: Hmm. I, I might be saying his last name wrong. I'm probably saying his last name wrong, let's be honest.
0: That's a very strange one, isn't it?
1: See, I can sort of imagine doing something like this in the hormone storm of like holding your son for the first time, but dear God, imagine
0: going through life with something like that. Yeah, it's the just bullying. Not, it's not
1: even, bullying.
0: Worth, not even worth thinking about.
1: Yeah, like everywhere I go, like um, <clears throat> on the internet to search for him, it have it has him down as Franklin Nuente, but then it says full name Franklin Daddy's Boy Nuente. It's never in commas. It, it does seem to be his legal middle name, so
0: that's where you got in. That's that's just very strange. <laughs> I mean, we've we've gone through this now, and we've had some really strange names you know we had in the first round we had teenage um we've had we've had four pence we've had invincible now but i think daddy's boy well i mean we had clearwater as well but i think daddy's boy is is possibly the strangest name
1: can i tell you one that was on my bench that i didn't use because i think you'll laugh at it go on then mario turdo
0: yeah, I, I I really tried after the first set to not have too many, uh, you know, <laughs> penis, ball bag, <laughs> fanny, <laughs> poo names, but it's just hard. I, I had I had on my bench, and it's a real famous, obvious one that a lot of people talk about when you talk about funny name players. I had um, Stefan Kuntz. Um, I also... Not necessarily hilarious, but in terms of players that have like an official title, one that didn't make the cut, but um, again, he's fairly famous uh, from his time at Hull City, is um, Jan Venegor of Hesslink. And um, Venegor is actually a title bestowed to people um, in Holland. So, you know, that's his name. So is he kind of like
1: an aristocrat?
0: I don't know. I don't. Hmm. I, I've not looked into it enough to actually find out what it's all about. But yeah, Ven, he's the Venegor of Hesselink, whatever that means.
1: Speaking of a uh, whole city, uh, Bristol Rovers legend Dean Windass is also quite a funny name.
0: Yeah, I love Dean Windass. He's um he lives way well, he lives very close to uh, where I come from in Bridlington. Huh. He's um he's he's often seen in like local cafes having a, a greasy spoon before a day on the beach. Good lad. Why not? Why not indeed? Well
1: That's the I end think, of that.
0: I think we've round. yeah I think we've done quite well there. We've picked Had out some
1: laughs, killed some time. No no no. Yep <laughs> some um,
0: great ones.
1: So I'll put the rest of these on Twitter. I'm gonna have to go some way to catch up with you for two, but um we will see who wins.
0: It's not, it's not out of the question. You've got some real strong ones in there. I, I particularly enjoyed Climax Lawrence.
1: Uh, uh, you enjoyed your Climax, did you?
0: Yeah, Johnny Mustache, Frankie Daddy's Boy. There, there's some real good ones there. It's not uh, over yet, I'm telling you.
1: It's not over till the Porky Thermidor things. Okay, I'll finish with a poor joke, as if we need any more humour in this episode.
0: I'm all left out, so don't make it too funny.
1: I say, I say, I say, Daz.
0: What are you saying today, Tom?
1: How do you make holy water?
0: do
1: You boil the hell out of it. Oh. In my home, sweet home, I keep chrome next to my bones. Alters my walk to limping. Since I love the feel, I guess I'm passionately pimping. It is what it seems. That thing imprinting through the seam of my jeans. By all means, lost it all from life. La- Pints of Football is brought to you in association with Sports Social. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can find many more like them at sport-social.co.uk. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter to vote for any of the names you heard on today's podcast, it's at POF underscore reviews. Thanks for listening!